Okay, hey guys, welcome to episode 340 of the official podcast. It's a very special episode today. I'm in the, the you know, primeval land, the originator of all countries under the Commonwealth. I'm in Britain right now. It's, uh, I'm deep in there. It's pretty cool. Are you enjoying yourself? Fuck no, it's actually awful. This is the worst country I've ever been in. <laughs> Wait, are you being serious? <laughs> no, it is actually like I have had. I've only been here two days, but it's it has been absolutely awful the entire time. It has been miserable. I don't know how people live here. So Jackson, let's let's talk about the very start of your trip because you were posting about it on Twitter and it made me extremely uncomfortable. Did you fucking shish kebab your thumb the instant you got there? Well, yeah, that wasn't the first thing that happened. Well, it was the first thing that happened in the country. So I got in uh, after, you know, 27, 28 hours of flying. It's a very long trip from Australia. Um, I, I got to the hotel room and, you know, I need to do all the logistical stuff of swapping over my SIM card so that I could, you know, get internet and all that kind of stuff. You know how phones have that little dot down the bottom of your mobile phone that you, you, you push something into, the, like pop the SIM card tray out? uh-huh very mm-hmm. fucking I, I don't know why it's not just like mm-hmm. a way easier thing how many how many items do you have that are that small that can push that <clears> thing in it's like there's a specific tool for it that you only get once with a sim card or whatever with the phone itself and then you never see it again ever so what, what was i meant to use so of course i used a sewing needle that i found and i was pushing the sewing needle into the hole that sim card holder hole uh pushing my thumb up against it basically and I thought it would just like pop in and pop out kind of the uh, tray, but instead it fucking impaled my f- fucking thumb and went straight down the middle of it. The entire yes. fucking needle was sticking out of my thumb. I looked down. Somehow, by the way, this was the uh, the rounded part of the needle. It wasn't the pointy bit. Somehow the rounded part impaled me. I don't know how that's fucking possible. <laughs> <laughs> soft is I, I don't know maybe i do have like unnaturally <laughs> soft hands or something i don't know how that's possible it shouldn't be possible like i mean cushion it, hands it, it went <laughs> it went into my finger before it went into the fucking hole in the mobile phone that it was like per- the perfect size for i don't i don't know anyway the the needle like 50 percent of it was sticking in my thumb the picture's out there on twitter i posted it in the discord chat as well um you can see it if you want that shock horror aspect of it it was mental. It's like pretty gnarly. Yeah, yeah. It, actually, kind of nutty. Yeah. Did you see it? Did you see it when it, uh, I first posted it, Charlie? Yeah. Yeah. It, it so was. What, what did you have to do? Did you just yank it out yourself, or what? Um. Yeah. Basically, I, I just got my partner Kira to just yank it out of the finger. Um, oh. Because I, I mean, what else can you do? <laughs> it's not staying in there forever. Jesus I was, Christ. This this is gonna sound fucking stupid, but like when you look down and see this site in front of you, your mind goes to random places. I was like, "Fuck, I'm dead." This 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 has hit a major artery. My major <laughs> artery is in my thumb. There's, there's no way I'm getting out of this alive. <laughs> and let me oh rem- like, so I was I was like awake for like 34 hours at that point after the flight, and we had literally just got into the fucking apartment. We were there for 30 minutes and I managed to fucking impale myself, stab myself with some like fucking random pin. It was like, it was incredible. Every single international trip I've taken, I have like injured myself in the most random way possible. Like the first time I went to America with you guys, I fucking passed out and no, what happened? Yeah. I like got drunk and passed out and fucking concussed myself against the ping pong table. I, I gotta, I've gotta stop leaving my home. I think, <laughs> I think that's, that's what the I've solution. been saying. Is just never leave. 
So let's wrap around to why you should never leave your home, Jackson. What is so miserable about England? Oh, yeah. Well, that that immediately put me off the uh, whole idea of Britain. <laughs> I mean, I got stabbed immediately. Yes, it was by my own doing, but I still <laughs> did get stabbed. Yeah, let's talk more about the things you didn't do to yourself that are making you miserable. <laughs> yeah. You could have done it at home. I, I like someone's tweet uh, reply to my message. Someone said it only happened because like uh, your pin got a plus 20% stabbing chance because of being in England. I did like that <laughs> one. It, it does make more sense than me having soft, supple hands. Um, no. So the city, like I've only really visited London so far. So maybe it's not like the most accurate portrayal of the entire country, but London is just fucking miserable. There are so many people. The streets are just filled with trash. I guess it's just like any other city, but like, yeah, it's just, it's really miserable. Like, yeah, is Jackson it raining all the time? Having this back and forth about no, how much we weather. hate big cities. Cities just mm-hmm. suck. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to anyone out there who like, um, you know, accept cities and like cities, but you're just on the wrong side. Cities just fucking suck. I don't Jackson's know why you would suffering from Paris syndrome. Ha ha. What's that? Take that. Paris. So Paris syndrome. Paris syndrome was a documented phenomenon in, I believe, the 90s in Japan. And it was in anime and on their like TV shows and in their pop culture. Paris was idolized in Japan. It was seen as like the Mecca of high mm-hmm. fashion and high society and incredible food and all the shit. So a whole bunch of Japanese tourists went over to Paris And when they got there, they were like, oh, my God, this place fucking sucks. It's just filthy and full of vagrants and piss covered and terrible. And they would literally have like panic attacks. And uh, it got to the point where there was a rumor that the Japanese embassy at a certain point had a Paris syndrome hotline that they could call to talk to someone to calm down about it. And they wrote books about it and everything. There's a whole book by some like psychologist you can read. Jackson was excited, though. What do you mean? <laughs> then why'd he go? Yeah, I, I, he went for a vacation. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't I, well, I mean, it's technically a vacation, no, no, but I not came in to the see... same way. He wasn't like I assume he wasn't enamored by Paris or whatever the France where London. Were you enamored by is. England, Jackson? No, I don't have any fa- like deep fascination with England. Uh, um, then why are you there? It is a vac. I'll tell you, it is a vacation, but it's like my girlfriend's vacation. She, we came here to see her family, basically. Mm, so gotcha. I'm, I'm fine with being here and everything, and I'm trying not to like rain on her parade or anything. But it's just there's been a, there's been too many issues that have cropped up in addition to the stabbing, that <laughs> I've just been like this, this, this place. That's a great quote for your vacation. Too many issues have popped up in addition to the stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she uh yeah no. city suck <laughs> it's gonna be like stockholm syndrome or something i don't know why people pretend like they're happy in cities everyone is just miserable like every person i pass is just face down on their phone just the most plain expression everyone on the trains and stuff looks sad to be alive it's just it's really grim <laughs> and gloomy it's stockholm syndrome and it's the sour grapes like the you know how the grass is always greener on the other side? Except city dwellers, they look at the greener grass and they're like, no, it's not that green anyway. Fuck you and your nice suburb or neighborhood. My dirty city with all these piss-stinking vagrants is much nicer. Yeah. I'm free. It's a and bustling you know why? city. You know why that it's is, Kyle? Cope. Because they don't have grass. Mm. They look at the grass and go, oh, I don't yeah. need that. Uh, it's, that's for you. I, I don't need grass. I'll take my concrete jungle. concrete. Yeah. I do... I. 
I do like uh, the the architecture here. If I'm if I'm gonna put, get a compliment out of the way, I definitely do like the architecture because you don't have much of this kind of you know grand uh, you know centuries old architecture down in Australia. So it is a nice difference seeing these like giant historical cathedrals and stuff like that. But like it's it's hard to be that impressed when like the front of these cathedrals are defaced with graffiti and covered in trash yeah. and shit and piss and stuff and there's like a homeless man <laughs> sleeping on the steps and it's just it's Europe it's sad. does have a lot of like ancient architecture Germans especially have like very old homes and such but it's like when city dwellers brag about how much life in the city rules that's not what they mean though all they mean is like yeah there's 17 bodegas downstairs yeah. from my apartments and nightclubs. That's all they fucking their, care about. Their excuse, they don't care about cathedrals. Their excuse is also always, oh, the city always has stuff going on. There's always things to uh, do yeah. in the city. And it's like, is your life so boring you're dependent on the collective to find excitement? Like, make your own fun. Find things to do. Create your own hobby. It's that simple. It's people that like going to, like, you know, clubs and bars every night, which I get when you're, like, younger and stuff. That's why people idolize those, like, city centers and stuff like that. Entertainment meccas. Right. But... Yeah, it's just not, it's, that shit's not for me. Um, yeah, I definitely prefer, like, smaller living. I don't think yeah. any of us are going to disagree with you on that one, Jackson. I just hate the whole idea of vacations in general, too, so I just don't <laughs> see your side of anything. What do you, what do you mean? I, it's, again, it's like my, my, my girlfriend wanted to see a family that she should have said absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> have you even watched any of the men's podcasts recently? You're supposed to put your foot down. It's what you want. Yeah, yeah. Put her in a place, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Charlie, you're not, you're not much of a traveler at all, I are you? I hate it. Yeah, I actually hate traveling. Yeah. Do you hate the traveling aspect, like the going to different places, or is it just another flight thing? Uh, a little from column A, a little from column B. I don't like traveling. I don't like being in a place like far from home and having to stay for X amount of time because I, I only have fun for like the first day or two. Yeah. And then it, it immediately loses all of its luster. So you you want to get back to your comfort zone? Yeah, I'd rather get back to like not, not necessarily the routine, but just... A place where I know things to do and know that there are things to do that I like. I think that's a very uniquely you thing going on and not in a bad way because your life is very full of what you want to do. Well, it's full of different things as well. Like, yeah. he's constantly yeah. doing yeah. different yeah. interesting things. Like, mo most people, when they vacation to get away, they get a try to get away from the monotony of their life. Exactly. Which, which, which I Charlie's. totally understand, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie, Charlie every single, like, week is doing something totally new, and it's always what he wants. Whereas a lot of people don't have that luxury or that creative output, so they need something else, you know? Yeah, where are you going to vacation from when your life is, like, awesome, basically? Yeah, why do you need a vacation? Yeah. Exactly. I get that. Yeah. But you should still come to England and get stabbed. It's, it's, it, you, it adds story. It <laughs> adds story city. to your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always thought if I was going to take a big vacation, I'd want it to be England where I can do absolutely nothing I care about. <laughs> and just be depressed. Yeah. yeah. Fucking terrible weather. Always dreary. It's been good weather at the moment, but um, there's just been so many other issues on top of it. Like, I, I don't think... Like the cities are well laid out or well planned. Apart from the metro, the metro worked pretty well, but like even like the companies and the businesses and stuff, they're just so weird. Like, uh, I booked an apartment for today for three nights. This was like I booked it ages ago, and I rock up and it's one of those like self serve ones basically where they just send you the text code for the pin number, 
to get into the apartment, like an Airbnb kind of. So I've got all my luggage and stuff for this new destination, this new hotel. I put in the pin number and it doesn't fucking work. So I, I tried a few more times and then I start texting the person like, uh, how do I get in? And they just don't reply for like three hours. So I'm like, <laughs> fuck this. I'll just book somewhere else then. It was so fucking annoying. It's just been so many fucking bullshit small things that have like already ruined this trip and I'm only two days in. Ooh. I don't want it to continue. Get looking Twice forward to day three, hotels. Jackson. Yeah, how long yeah, are you? What's in store tomorrow? 20 yeah. days. 20 days? Oh my vacation. God. What? Well, wait, 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 wait. No, sorry. Sorry, no, that's, that was incorrect. Um, twenty. I, I leave on the 21st, so no. I got here on the 6th. Mm. I don't know, 15 days? 14? Oh my yeah, God, so that's still a long time. Yeah, that's, what, that's a very long time. What are you guys smoking? Do you... That's not even that long, is it? Yes. For an international for an international holiday? After a week, there's gotta be a purpose, man. Like if you if you visit family or just vacation somewhere for about a week, that's great. But after that, it's like, okay, what am I doing here? Why am I still yeah, here? Yeah, why is it so long? Well, wait, well, part part of that is she hasn't seen her family in eight years, and another part of it is also like it's a twenty-five hour mm. flight to get over here. Mm. Yeah, that's fine. But at the same time, I, like even mm. if you haven't seen, I feel like yeah. even that's if like you a day and a half each way, years, you're gonna get sick of them in two weeks. That's a long time. If you well, maybe very long time. maybe if, maybe if you guys don't like your family, I guess. Well, I don't like I her guess, family, Jack. <laughs> oh yeah, never mind. No, her family is lovely. Uh, so I'm currently recording in like their little lounge room. <laughs> I'm in like their little lounge room with their dog next to me. They, they were very generous to offer this for me. For they're, they're out having the time of their lives. Apparently, they're having dinner at the moment, <laughs> and I'm stuck here recording in their fucking living room. <laughs> they're so glad. They're so happy. Yeah, of course. Take the lounge. We're leaving. Jackson does British food suck as much as we hear? Uh, I mean, it's been okay. Uh, it hasn't stood out or anything. Ringing endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> UK, it's, it's been okay. It doesn't have a reputation for being bad, just like, yeah, fine at best. Yeah, I mean, it was just... No, it has a reputation for being pretty gray and gross. I mean, case cooking alone has, like, single-handedly oh, given it a reputation yeah. for being Oh, you mean, nasty. so So when I think of British cuisine or British, you know, food over here, the, the, there's it's like a melting pot of a whole bunch of different like european places that i could go to like i i went to italian places i went to a steakhouse shit like a whole bunch of shit but he's just talking about like specifically british cuisine like you know the bacon and eggs yeah. or whatever yeah yeah i mean Beans most of the toast and fucking yeah, shit like that yeah yeah i i would avoid that shit like the plague i wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> <even try> it. <laughs> there it is yeah it is, it is honestly meant. just so bland before i don't mean to derail but i tried marmite earlier this week oh that was the most repulsive thing I think I've ever put in my body. It's pretty foul. Marmite is absolutely fucking disgusting, but you should mm -hmm. still try Vegemite. Well, Vegemite's what's the, great. What's the difference between Marmite and Vegemite? I, I don't know off the top of my head, but I can tell you after having tried, like, I've tried both and I much prefer Vegemite. I don't know if that's just, like, Australian DNA in me or whatever, but I, I like Vegemite a lot. Jackson, you have to do what you did here as, like, a tradition and go to the Australian restaurant. How when you came oh, here, yeah. we all ate at Outback Steakhouse, and you were just not impressed at all by anything. Well, I didn't. I didn't know what a bloomin' onion was or whatever. The yeah, fuck oh, Outback yeah. sucks. Don't feel bad. It's it's not great. It's not. Like it would be kind of tough to find an Australian restaurant in Europe. Maybe in London. Yeah, you might. Well, 
Yeah. Make, a, make so, a trip. It could be fun. Go with her family. Well, our cuisine, Australian cuisine is kind of like an offshoot of Britain's cuisine, obviously, which is like just eggs and toast and whatever, bacon and eggs, that kind of shit. So we're kind of the same, except mm. except like pavlova and Vegemite. Those are the only things that I can really point mm. to. Or like witchetty grubs, like the grubs out in the outback. Or uh, crocodile, <laughs> I guess. He's, yeah, he's talked about grubs. those a few times. Yeah, yeah I, I remember. I just don't remember what it is. is does that refer to I, bugs you guys they're eat? Just, yeah, they're just giant worms. Well, we don't eat them, <laughs> but we have historically eaten them. <laughs> <laughs> we moved culture. on. We moved on from eating grubs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then we got the fairy bread, obviously. Macca's. The fairy you know. bread. <laughs> <laughs> you guys the shit, are so fairy <laughs> bread's actually great don't knock it till you try it well it's just sugar on top of bread like yeah how, how could that go, be bad that be yeah oh yeah pastries yeah. are nice and just yeah I like australian uh culture i guess in some ways <laughs> you guys are funny no, is there, there was, anything you like was, about london or is it all just big city bullshit like I said, the architecture was cool. The markets were kind of cool, but like I fucking hate crowds and all of London is crowded, especially the markets. So that was kind of miserable. Mm. But the actual like food that I could get at the markets was really yum. Like there was some delicious pastry there. So that was all cool. Mm. Uh, I, I went to, I did all the touristy shit yesterday. Um, so I went to like Buckingham Palace and out of like random sheer fucking luck, when my girlfriend and I rocked up to the gates, uh, King Charles drove through the gates and uh, drove by us, and everyone was screaming his name. And did stuff. you wave at him? So, no, I, I refused. Yeah, did, did you, you <laughs> scream, "God bless the Queen"? Yeah. Did you nah. do the really, really, really funny thing where you saw the guards at the front and you pretended to be just like them or to try to make them laugh? Yeah. Did you're you really like funny? Did you tickle their nose? Yeah. 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 Did you fuck with the nutcrackers? You can't get near them. They're, they're gated off. I don't know exactly what they're guarding at this point. <laughs> Wait, the guards are guarded? <laughs> yeah, the guards are guarded by gates. And also, all right, so the, 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 there's only four of them. I didn't know there was only four. I thought there was like a whole battalion or something. It's, there's only four of them standing at the front of uh, Buckingham Palace. Uh, but then there's like gates in between them, like giant gates in between them and the crowds. And also at the gates, there's just like a row of, you know, metropolitan police, basically. So the police are guarding the royal oh, guards as well. So okay, funny. so they have actual it's, guards, which is just law enforcement. <laughs> just mundane yeah. cops with guns. <laughs> I was actually curious. I was I was there thinking, I was like, who's got more like a uh, you know legal right or whatever in that in that situation? Is it mm. the police or the royal guard? Like who answers to who? I don't know about legal right, but I do know that the royal guard doesn't really have any force. Their guns are not loaded. And uh, I don't think they're allowed to, like, actually take violent I mean, force. They I think they can... Aren't they the British equivalent of, like, Disneyland actors and their costumes, like, goofy kind and else? No, 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 no. I actually know this for a fact. They, they, they are, like, they're acting in a ceremonial role for the most part. They still have duties that they need to do. But they're actually, like, military officers, like, highly distinguished mm military officers they're in the military i read somewhere though that if something does happen outside of buckingham palace their training is to call the police <laughs> yeah i remember reading that too <laughs> yeah so also isn't that a waste so you're taking a highly decorated army veteran or whatever it is you said who's you know good at killing people presumably and you put him in a silly costume and take away his gun and give him a plastic toy well he's, he's not there to like stop crime or anything happening he's there to protect the property 
I guess if they stormed the fucking doors or something, then he might like bayonet them or something. See, the difference is if you have, for example, what is it, the tomb of the unknown soldier in America, the grave that marks like all the dead, forgotten soldiers, you have people whose entire job is to guard that ceremoniously. But I believe they're actual enlisted officers with loaded weapons and training and all that shit. Whereas the Royal Guard, as far as I remember, I think this is correct, their guns are unloaded. They have to call the police, and if you do fuck with them, they're just trained to yell at you and tell you to go away. <laughs> That's it. Yes. So again, I think they are they are military officers, like they are enlisted and shit like that. They're high up in the military chain of command or whatever. I don't know about the like the validity of like how their guns are ammoless or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but yeah, the, the the gun still has a bayonet on it, so they can still stab you in you, <laughs> typical okay. But is that UK fashion Hollywood? <laughs> What if it's like a Hollywood bayonet where it like retracts into itself? <laughs> it's like, it's just like someone. bendy, bendy foam. Also, I believe they use L85 rifles, which are fully automatic assault rifles. So putting a bayonet on that to make it look more intimidating is incredibly fucking stupid because it's a fucking machine gun. Well, their, their outfit is like the least intimidating thing possible. It's like this vibrant red coat with this giant black hat, like black fur hat. They look goofy as fuck. They don't look <laughs> yeah, they intimidating. Do. <laughs> Queensguard, if you're listening to this, you are goofy and just silly, and we're making fun of you. Take that, fucking idiots. The, bu- the buildings in London are so fucking large and grand, though. It's like it's it's hard not to be impressed by them. Like the cathedrals and shit, they're, they're enormous. Yeah, the architecture never, really is cool there. Yeah, I I never like when when I was imagining London or whatever, I imagined it smaller for some fucking stupid reason because I didn't understand how cities can get larger than, like, Sydney, Australia. But it, it is, like, a whole different level of massive. But clearly, they can't they can't keep it, like, clean or whatever. So I don't know what the point is. Tear it's it all pretty down. funny, now that you think about it, how you and Charlie and I don't really have any exposure to that old, grand, historic architecture because America and Australia are much younger countries Offshoots, than England. Yeah. 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 Offshoots of, of England as well. Yeah. So hmm. I'm kind of going Kai back is the to only one who voice. would get that regularly where he comes from. We have cool architecture. If you go to downtown Disney, they have a dragon made out of, made out of Legos. That's true. And they have the whole castle where <laughs> Princess Belle lives. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're, you're, Europe doesn't have Lego ears. Yeah. <laughs> Those fucking you're, idiots. You're, you're honestly correct, though. If you want to see cool architecture in America, you have to go to like a corporate paradise, basically. You have to go to fucking Disneyland or... Yeah, but even then you get, like, that Star Wars bunker. Yeah, oh, yeah, that shut down. We didn't talk about that, right? Oh, the the Star Wars hotel is gone. Well, Well, wait, wait, let me, let me, let me shut down this topic transition real quick because I have something far more important to talk about first, if you guys agree with me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we all agree that real quick, we instead need to talk about honey. Today's episode is sponsored by PayPal Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Everything is online these days, folks. Absolutely everything is online. When was the last time you read a book? I'll bet most of you can't answer that question. So why would you read like a a printed out advertisement for savings? Why would you scan a coupon book? Why would you read through one of those flyers? Don't do any of that. Let Honey 
take care of it for you. We buy a lot of things to keep this podcast running. I recently had to replace these little ear pads in my headphones that you can see on my camera right now. And you better believe when I did, I used Honey to save some money on it because it was just clicking a few times on my screen and saving money by doing literally nothing. Honey doesn't just work on your desktop, it works on your iPhone as well. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. It's a little app, it'll find coupon codes for you online, it saves you guesswork, it saves you cross-checking, it saves you val val uh, validating those codes, it just saves you time. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out, and by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting the show. Get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com official. That's joinhoney.com official. And now that you are absolutely sticky in savings, you're going to say, well, hey, I, I, there's a, a good chunk of money in my pocket right now. What should I get with this? Wait a minute. What the fuck? My internet data is not protected? Well, I think I'm going to buy a VPN. Oh, well, ExpressVPN, <laughs> that's the right and only correct choice. ExpressVPN is a great way to browse the internet more anonymously. When you use ExpressVPN, ISPs cannot see your online data. Your identity will be anonymized by a secure VPN server and will be encrypted for maximum protection. Do you happen to live in England? And you're super duper jealous of all of our incredible online American streaming content? Well, thanks to ExpressVPN, you can uh, hint, hint, be American, wink, wink, and watch all of our fine shows. Or check out Korean and Japanese Netflix. Apparently, Korean and Japanese Netflix have like a shitload of anime. Like a lot that we just don't have anywhere else. And that's the big thing now. Some of you out there are giant weebs. Use ExpressVPN to unlock your inner chi, your inner chakra, your inner whatever the fucking thing from One Piece is. Gum, demon fruit, Charlie, you would know. What's the what's it called? Devil fruit. Devil fruit. Eat your inner devil fruit by consuming a VPN that changes your location. Secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash official today. That's expressvpn.com slash official. Get an extra three months for free at expressvpn.com slash official. Three months for free. Browse the web with all content unlocked anonymously. Expressvpn.com slash official. Three months for free. Yeah. Now we can talk about uh, the Star Wars Hotel. Oh yeah, <laughs> and thus that ends the that ends the conversation about the Star Wars Hotel. <laughs> it just closed. That's all. So was it just too expensive for people? What's why did it shut yeah. down? Yeah. Well, it was just wasn't a good product at the end of the day, obviously, and also yeah. it was way overpriced for what it was. I, I don't know who they were catering to, towards, really. It was just a tonally what? confused mess. It was hard to pitch to people like, is it a ride? Is it like a tour? Is it experience? Like, what is it? You know? I, I Like, I feel like it's a small market. Um, like, people who stay at Disney World probably mostly, like, congregate towards whatever is cheapest available. Because mm -hmm. you spend the least amount of time in the hotel, obviously. So, and this one was the most expensive hotel out of all of them. Even more than, like, the Grand Floridian, right? Yeah, no, it I was, believe. it was, uh, fuck, I already forgot, but it was like $6,000 per person per night or some shit. Yeah, I mean, who has that fucking money to spend on a fucking shitty LARPing event where you get to sleep in shitty cabin beds? And the important 
yeah. note on that, Jackson, is it's the hotel. You know, people yeah. save up year-round to go to Disney World. That's the one vacation a year for a lot of families. So when they get there... Who is ever going to say, oh, let's stay in the hotel and do all the Star Wars hotel stuff? Yeah, that might be fun for a bit, but everyone's going to say, all right, let's go to Disney World. Let's go to Magic Kingdom. Let's go to Animal Kingdom. Let's do this, do that. They don't want to just stay at the hotel all day. Yeah. Plus, it has it has a shelf life itself, right? Because once you go once, you've done it. What's the mm-hmm. point? You, you're not, you go to a hotel to sleep, not to like relive the same lopping experience <laughs> over and over again i'm just picturing it's three in the morning and everyone's in their beds and from the lobby you just hear just like all these shows going on year round around the clock <laughs> fuck that place i'm glad it's dead whatever to that um disney village they wanted to build remember they, Where built, they, they, wanted, no, they built it they wanted to build disney houses yeah disney neighborhood I've seen, I've seen what videos. They built it? So did they actually start selling them to people? Like normal people, I mean, not for employees. I thought so. I don't think so. Huh. Oh, well, I, I well, that, so. did I watch? Did I watch? Did I watch pre-rendered videos of the houses or something? I thought they were real. Maybe. I thought that like every house no door idea. had like a Mickey logo on it, and then there was like, you know, tacky Mickey decorations inside and stuff. Yeah, and it was like Frozen themed and such, and then they were going to sell this to like a bunch of Disney adult dopes. I don't know if anybody ever actually bought one and moved in. Someone in chat saying that they're real and super cringe. Hmm. Well, I know the proof of concept was real, but I don't know if they built them. I mean, if, I think they would. I don't see why they wouldn't. I, they own that entire fucking like land in America, right? That entire section of Florida that's like owned by Disney. Completely. Yeah, like a Disney state. Disney basically has its own county in Florida, and it yeah. operates with its own personal fire department and other things like that. Police station is like a fucking Disney jail and shit like that. <laughs> it's like its own it's, its own country within America. You commit a murder there, you go to Disney court. <laughs> Sentence before the Mickey Disney Mouse. judge presides with the Disney jury. <laughs> oh god, a Disney jury full of like a bunch of Disney adult women. No, I don't no, know why it's no, always no, no, women no. too. Like the Disney adults are what? I was gonna say the jury's like just composed comp- comprised of like twelve year old children that they picked out from the Disney parks. And so you're sentenced in face of wish. No, it's no, it's gonna be grown men and women with those like Disney ear caps. Oh, just like boy. judging you. He doesn't even know the songs from Frozen. All of their shirts are going to be matching and say, we're here for the Disney jury decision 2023. We're the, we're the fellas family. I think it would be super interesting, actually, if our court system, we went all the way with the idea of fairness and on every uh, like jury or whatever, half of them had to be children. So the jury deliberations are just like this outrageous debate between children and adults. Oh, yeah. Children are totally objective and fair. Oh, yeah. Well, totally. we need to get their we need to get their level of nuance on on these cases. I just want to see how they negotiate for no curfew and more candy <laughs> to like let murderers go. Yeah, you really, they, Jackson, you know, halfway through the trial, no matter how dire, they're gonna go. I'm bored. Yeah, this is boring. <laughs> He's guilty. Send us into death. Sure he go play Xbox. <laughs> you could have a fucking serial killer enter the courtroom with Fortnite gift cards, and he'd go free the same day. <laughs> Well, he could offer he could offer the adults something too, though. 
more Fortnite gift cards. <laughs> yeah, larger V-Bucks gift cards. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Andrew, I saw you mm. tweet recently about yes. a new trailer. Uh, yes. That- Thank yes, you. Okay. I, I'll take it from here. I am. Yeah, I it. cannot express how excited I am for this. Did any of you, besides me, watch the trailer for the Twisted Metal TV show? I was actually just talking about how good it looks. Oh, thank the fucking lord. I have never been more excited to hate watch something in my entire life. I grew up playing Twisted Metal. I love that fucking franchise. I love Twisted Metal. I think it's super, super cool. And And I watched this trailer, and it is looped around in how terrible it is to just being amazing. Great. Excellent. I have the, I think this has like moonfall potential. No, no shot. Uh, I'm going to shut that shit down right now. You're getting delusional. You're getting a little too crazy. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. When you have sweet tooth, a character who in previous games has his head lit on fire to burn for his sins for all eternity because he kills people in cold blood and just wants them to bleed. When you have that character in a fist fight saying, I'm a fan of Hawaiian punch and then hitting a guy in the face. This is going to be a good show. I thought you were going to talk about this Cisco thong song. Oh, that's good too. No, that's really good too. He uh so so this trailer for anyone who hasn't seen it stars Sweet Tooth, the the clown serial killer who you've probably seen everywhere for the series and I I think the other characters Axel, I'm not I'm not at all sure, but another another racer in the Twisted Metal contest. And they're in a fist fight in a casino. And it, it's like a Marvel movie. Like, they're just quipping Quips, the most yeah. unfunny garbage back and forth. Oh, my God. And eventually, Sweet Tooth pulls out a remote and says, How about some killing music? And it's the Thong Song by Cisco. <laughs> and Great while song. they're fighting, they're singing along to the words back and forth. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking I'm so over, excited right? to see this. I can't describe my fucking palpable joy. <laughs> <laughs> they they bond over it, right? They, they stop the fight due to the yeah. Shared, they bond over it. They they look each other in the eyes, and I think I think Sweet Tooth says the line, "You know about the silver-haired angel or something like that." Like, what do you know about the silver-haired singer? And the other guy says, "I I played Unleash the Dragon, which was Cisco's breakout CD." And I know that because I had that exact CD when I was a kid. <laughs> he said, "I played Unleash the Dragon till the CD wore out," and they bond over it. And it's like, this is not Twisted Metal by any stretch of the imagination. Watch Network. It's like a kid's cartoon. I thought, I thought, um, I thought Twisted Metal was like a goofy thing though. Is it not? It, it can be. It has some properties that were more toned down and it does get a little goofy, but historically it's known as a like Tales from the Crypt, Twilight Zone kind of dark moral lesson story kind of like fucked up things happen in twisted metal for example i believe it's axel is a character who is literally mechanically strapped to his car and cannot leave and he only races in twisted metal because he is like a human car hybrid and he's constantly okay, in pain so to and answer jackson's question yes it's full of goofy shit yeah, it sounds like goofy shit. Yeah. Right, but not but not in the way of like they would stop a fight to sing the thong song. You know what I mean? Like horror Is it goofy, really that not much of a not stretch? a not not like fucking Marvel movie goofy. You know what I mean? Mm, I, I guess. guess everything has to be Marvel nowadays, though. 
just everything exactly, gravitates exactly. to that fucking Big Bang Theory nerd Reddit bait bullshit humor. Man, I I the first thing um that appeared on my London television when I turned it on at the apartment was the fucking Big Bang Theory, and I stood there watching it for about ten minutes. I was like transfixed by the laugh track that showed up every like two seconds over something so fucking unfunny. It hurt. I I don't know how this was like the highest rated show uh, when it first released. Like in terms of how many people watched it, it was so fucking dumb. Let me let me put it this way: in Twisted Metal Black, there's a character named Mister Grimm, and he okay. is a Vietnam War veteran who wears a skull on his face, like an actual human skull. And you ba- mm-hmm. his backstory, you find out, is he was kidnapped in Vietnam and put into a torture prisoner camp. And he was left with some of his squad mates who were, like, dying from injuries and sick and all this shit. And the people who imprisoned him threw him a machete, and they were like, all right, dinner served, eat up. And he's like, oh, my God, I have to eat my fucking comrade. And he does, and he cannibalizes him to survive. And that's well, why he wears up. his skull as, like, a reminder that he did that. That's the type of tone you expect from Twisted Metal. Like, that's dark. It's a little goofy. It's a little silly, but it's dark. What's the fucking reminder? That his friend tasted delicious to eat more humans? What's what's the reminder? Well, he's insane, Jackson. He's not a very mentally stable man after that. (laughs) True, yeah. But the point point is... The point is that's the tone you'd expect from Twisted Metal. And it it varies between the games, but it's... It's, like, dark. It's always just kind of dark a little bit. And and then this show comes out, and Sweet Tooth, when he throws a machete at a guy, just goes, machete. <laughs> like, and also, also, the other thing is, he's voiced by Will Arnett. Oh, my God, yeah. And, and at first, I didn't notice it. And the whole time they're speaking, I'm like, who, what is this style of comedy? What is this delivery? Why is it so goofy and awkward? It's and Will it's Will Arnett. Arnett. And when you realize that, you can't unhear it. And it's just Sweet Tooth being Will Arnett. And Will yeah. Arnett should never be Sweet Tooth. That is not the right choice for that guy at it's, all. It, he's just voice acting it as well. He's not the actual, you know... Character right. He's not the portraying. body actor at all. The body, the costume's perfect. He looks just like yeah. him. Like it's it's one to one. It's flawless. But the voice is completely off. He should be way more sinister, way more menacing. Not not a just big fucking goofball. Um, well, while we're on the topic of games, I want to ask Charlie. Did you get? Well, did all of you watch the Summer Games first with Jeff Keighley? Yeah, I watched man? it. I did not. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Alan Wake 2, Charlie? I'm excited. I feel like... I'm less excited now, but go on. What makes you <laughs> less excited? Uh, it's just something weird about the atmosphere. It doesn't feel quite as heavy as it should. Uh, that's fair. So, I will say, I think Jeff Keeley during the presentation actually <laughs> let on a huge fucking spoiler. Uh, you could see in Sam's like face. I don't know if you caught it, Jackson, where he's like... I didn't. Okay, well, I don't. I, I'm gonna hope it's not a spoiler because what he said is, um, so he plays two characters, and like the girl character you play as, she's like in Alan Wake's writing, right? Like she's in his nightmare, and Sam Lake got like really wide eyed. He's like, "Well, Jeff, that's a great question to be asking yourself." And well, wait, I thought that I no, I thought they had already said that. I yeah, that was so I thought that was a huge spoiler. So w- when I was watching the rest, I was like, hmm. Now I feel like I kind of know a twist, but apparently that was in the first trailer and I just must have missed yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was a little, like, well-known. 
Yeah, so that was the only reason where I was like a little less enthused because I thought that was like a big twist. Where because when I first watched the trailer, I thought it was just two people in Bright Falls going through yeah, like different stories. Yeah, so like separate stories in the same spot as opposed to one being in the writing. Yeah, but yeah, that was the only thing that got me a little less hype. Yeah, it was just the atmosphere for me, and it could just be the you know on the basis of we only just saw like a two minute clip basically of. Uh, her shooting a random shadowy figure for a little bit. It wasn't like the most in-depth or exhilarating, um, you know, demo slice of life thing. So, okay, I don't know. Speaking of super I'll interesting demos, have you guys seen the NVIDIA conference about AI? Nope. In games? Nope. nope. Oh, you guys haven't seen this? Um, oh, wait, are you talking about the the uh, the dialogue one? Yeah. Yeah, then, Are you the yes, only one who's seen this here? So Jensen Kwong, I think I'm saying that right, the co-founder of NVIDIA gave a speech about how they plan to incorporate their AI into games. And they played a little demo that was fully real-time, and it's just this like game-looking scene of a dude walking into a like sushi shop or something that's like cyberpunk-looking. And I got the video here. So the um, deep voice that you're about to hear is AI, real-time generated, and the other guy talking is apparently talking into a mic, talking to the game. So you know how we kept talking on the show about how NPCs be able yeah. to reply to you in real time? It's going to be yeah, all organic. Infinite, infinite NPCs, yes, yeah. It's going to be super impressive. Okay, tell me cool how you theory. feel about this dialogue. Hey, Jen. How are you? Unfortunately, not so good. How come? I'm worried about the crime <laughs> around here. It's gotten bad lately. My ramen shop got caught in the crossfire. Can I help? If you want to do something about this, I have heard rumors that the powerful crime lord Kuman Aoki is causing all sorts of chaos in the city. He may be the root of this violence. I'll talk to him. Where can I find him? I have heard he hangs out in the underground fight clubs on the city's east side. Try there. Okay, I'll go. Be careful, Kai. I will be, buddy. <laughs> And then Jensen says, AI he gave this Jin AI character, none of that conversation was scripted. We gave this Jin AI character a backstory. And that's the CEO talking about how they're going to do this, and they're just going to give the AI a backstory and whatnot. But the funny part is that how he goes, none of this was scripted, which is so fucking obvious that it's just a bad AI chat <laughs> yeah. bot. It sounds so bad. I don't know why they demoed this of all things. I mean... I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I, I feel like part of the quality of that, or most of the quality of that, definitely comes down to just the delivery of the lines. Like mm -hmm. if they could clean that up in terms of like creating an AI that could act, <laughs> could fucking act, then maybe the lines would be elevated. Well, what's really, what's really, really interesting about it is they seem to be trying to walk the line of authenticity when instead it should have been scripted as a proof of concept. It's kind of like in those really oh, wait, terrible what? Ubisoft presentations where it's like they show multiplayer gaming and it's like i think if we raid this bunker we might get some sweet loot thanks i'll ping this guy but like so but they want to do that here to show proof of concept and go look this is a conversation you could have in this game the problem is they have an actor playing the player going okay I'll talk to him. Where can I find him? But the responses are completely robotic to try to show, look, it's going to be authentically generated. So it's just a complete tonal mismatch. Like, are we showing a proof of concept that's totally fake or are we showing an actual implementation? Well, the idea was, okay, we're going to show this human talking to an NPC that sounds like a human. 
instead both end up sounding like NPCs. It's like two robots talking to <laughs> exactly. each other, which is completely yeah. inorganic. Hey, how is the crime around here? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> My bodega has been attacked yesterday at 7 p.m. The local crime boss is giving me problems. Oh, I'll, well, I'll, we'll all proof help. of concepts. Hmm? All proof I've, of concepts are scripted to some degree. It's not like you can really show off the concept without having a plan in place. Right? It probably would have been a lot better if they used a deep fake voice of an actual person instead of a robot to reply. So people could say, yeah, it sounds inhuman now. But when they develop it, it'll be like perfect rather than it sounding like Microsoft yeah, Sam right now and just not giving any picture yeah. of it. Yeah, I think eventually this is going to sound great, but just not today. Right now, it sounds mm -hmm. like ass. Yeah, we're not there yet, but I, I think as a proof of concept, it's super cool. <laughs> I wouldn't play this. It would suck. Yeah, no, it kind of reminds <laughs> me of like um, Oblivion Radiant oh, yeah, Quest sure. and stuff like that, like things where... Um, like it, the game will just spawn an, a boss or whatever in a different like city and then you go track it down and kill it and it does nothing to actually elevate the story it's just like meaningless filler shit like radiant quests um, it, it kind of reminded me of that a little bit um, I always just prefer like handcrafted by actual artists or game designers like actually you know meaty things instead of procedural stuff I've never jived well with like procedural Games, I agree with really. that for a experience game, like a story-driven game or a campaign game, but where I can see the shining is roguelikes. Imagine oh, you're yeah. playing yeah. an infinitely repeatable game like The Binding of Isaac, and there's an NPC, and every time you talk to them, it's slightly different or a different quest. Yeah, that I mean, would be a cool. perfect use for this. But when I think when I think of the best roguelike, I think of Hades, which was meticulously handcrafted in terms of narrative. Right, 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 right. But imagine you took Hades, and so Hades is a bit of a bad example because part of what makes Hades so great is you get the roguelike gameplay with a directed storyline. You get the best of both worlds. Well, that's, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I prefer personally. I just I don't see. That's a, just a not traditional for roguelikes, though. To be fair. Yeah, yeah. I I well, think my gold standard for a roguelike is the Binding of Isaac. And in The Binding of Isaac, I would love, there's, for example, a fortune-telling machine you can find in The Binding of Isaac, and sometimes it drops items, but most of the time it gives you a random message. And a lot of them are just nonsensical, they're Easter eggs, some of them are like hints, kind of, but the point is, they're just a little, a little gag you get if it doesn't drop an item. I would love if they put a chatbot in there that was really fleshed out, so that way the messages were just infinitely different, and it could say infinite things related to the game. Like, that'd be amazing to me. Yeah, it would also work in, like, Jackson, I think you and I like games like Stellaris, where random yeah. shit just keeps happening and happening. And it's like most of the game, the whole point is, like, you get these random notifications of, oh, your international ambassador accidentally uh, assaulted this queen. We're in an intergalactic war. Yeah, hook the AI up to that. That could be fun. If it's not the stale and, like, robotic. Yeah, there's definitely implementations of this technology and AI in general to create procedural content or implementations of procedural content that can be done well. Like obviously shit like Minecraft is a great example. Mm. It can be done well. What I'm worried about is it infecting um, other games that weren't meant to be uh, infected with it basically. Or, uh, like 
I, I just don't want games needlessly padded out like fucking Assassin's Creed Valhalla, all right? I can't imagine I think- what fucking Ubisoft <laughs> is going to do with this technology to make my 150-hour achievement hunting fucking marathon actually 1,000 hours in the next installment. And I, I shut up to pushback think between I think the pushback on AI and creative human output is so strong that while there will be games that do that, plenty of them will not embrace that and say, nope, it's 100% human-directed, human-acted, human-written. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I think they're going to try the same yeah, thing they tried so. with shoehorning NFTs into every AAA game for like two weeks <laughs> and immediately <laughs> gave up. Like immediately, overnight, they announced huge plans to sell NFTs and then the next day just gave up. What was the fucking console that had a built-in crypto wallet button on the controller? Oh, I forgot. Oh, it never yeah. came out, Shit. but I, I forgot yeah. what it was It never called. came out. Yeah, it was a proof well, of yeah, concept, but I forget I think what it was about that all the time. Oh my god, what was it called? It was an NFT project. It was probably a fucking another pump and dump kind of scheme. There were so many people that really believed in it though, which is yep. absolutely amazing. Did I, they pre did they pre-order it? Did they like make money off the I hope they, I hope there was it? a pre-order so that way people lost Same. a ton of money. I don't think there even was a pre-order. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so so no, I don't remember who the fuck did that. Oh look Polyum. Polyum. Oh yeah, yeah, Polyum. Polyum one. That was it. Yeah. Polyum. The Polyum One was a game console name. built for Web3 gaming, NFT games, and blockchain phones. And is has a controller instead of a home button, it has a crypto wallet button. So fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Download games, metaverses, and apps. God, this is so I stupid. think I, I was uh, checking my phone on the flight while I was uh, coming over. Um... Was there another meta conference or something with actually impressive technology? No, no there was Apple. Apple's reveal yeah. of the Vision Pro, which is their new nerd goggles that you can put mm-hmm. on, which looks like a gigantic <laughs> scuba helmet. That is apparently yeah, that must be it. Zuckerberg weighed in, and according to him, it's like so energy expensive essentially because of the displays and all the technology that you have to have a battery pack hooked up to it that you have to carry in your back pocket too. Oh, let's <laughs> let's go ahead and call out the elephant in the room though. There are a lot of reasons it's a dumb fucking idea, but the biggest one is it's a three and a half thousand dollar VR headset. Yeah, who's yeah. gonna, who's gonna buy that? Very expensive. It's Who the, fucking, the fuck it's is the, ever it's gonna the buy It's the Star Wars that? hotel of needless fucking gadgets. It's so yeah. fucking dumb. Ugh. Just to put it in perspective, the Valve Index is what a thousand dollars and is just an incredible, like all-encompassing yeah, headset. Th- that's this not is augmented comparable. reality. No, this is this is augmented reality instead of like uh, virtual reality. Mm. So to be fair, I think it's like a device in and of its. So isn't it basically yeah, like a, a MacBook you can laptop. wear on your face? So if it <laughs> if it's actually yeah, if it has a computational power and you don't need to have it hooked up to a computer. Okay, whatever. You know, if you can play games on it and like well, edit so videos It's on VR it, and AR, right? I guess you, you can project things into real life. Like you can yeah. put a television in front of yourself. That shit, now I'm that shit is it. cool, okay. but the price point is still too much. Remember fucking Microsoft Glass or whatever the shit, the, the, the fucking goofy glasses? Google Glass. That's, Google that's Glass? The one, yeah. Remember that? That had the same promise, right? And it didn't pan yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that powerful. Well. Google Glass, all they ever showed was like a demo of somebody walking on the street and he would look like at the San Francisco bridge and it would pull up the Google page for the bridge and that was it. That wasn't... Like, yeah. This is far more impressive technology-wise, but um, 
So Zuckerberg yeah. weighed in because he's, you know, Meta is obviously their competitor to this. And he said, well... I'm surprised he didn't just fire everyone at Meta outright and say, what? No. He, <laughs> Apple beat us to the punch. No, he literally said, they're not doing anything that we haven't considered. Like, this is actually all easy to do at a price point, like three and a half thousand dollars. He says, from what I've seen initially, I'd say the good news is that there's no kind of magical solutions that they have to any of the constraints on laws of physics that our teams haven't already explored and thought of. They went with a higher resolution display and between that and all the technology they put in there to power it, it costs seven times more and now requires so much energy that now you need a battery and a wire attached to it to use it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just dissing it. Well, what I, what I find super <clears throat> funny about all of that as well is we are currently in a VR slump. The trend is on the downswing. It is it is getting Way less down. and less popular and less and less things develop for it. And yet Apple decided let's basically do some more VR shit. Let's let's bring that in. Yeah, but the thing with Apple is like they can get away with it because they have an entire army of people that will likely line up to buy it just because true. it's Apple. Very true. It's well, wait, wait, wait. It's it's also. Uh, we keep harping on the VR point, but I, I did watch the trailer for it or whatever, like the little depressing demonstration where he's got the goggles on in front of his kids and he can't see them until he like <laughs> turns on translucent mode to look at their eyes. And I was like, this is this is the most depressing trailer ever. It is. It's not selling me on this product. But but like my point is, it's not a VR product. It's an AR product. Mm-hmm. They didn't show like any gameplay footage. Yeah, no, it, 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 no there was gameplay footage. Apparently, I don't know what the fuck Apple Arcade is, but apparently you can actually download games on it. I also well, think it was such a small element of the demonstration. It's mainly in just comparison a, to like a workstation that you can take yeah, with you exactly. anywhere. Project yeah, in front but of you. okay. Mm. So it, in my opinion, if it is a workstation that you can put on anywhere they actually might get away with it because I could see a use case for that. Many people buy MacBooks for their work. So if I'm going to be, whatever, editing videos or modeling shit in Maya, might as well do it on the headset with a like bigger screen or whatever the fuck. But yeah, the demonstrations that they show of people just using it in their own homes to look at photos of themselves, of their own children while their children are in the living room that you can't see, like Jackson said. And uh, Zuckerberg points this out too. He says, more importantly, our vision for the metaverse and presence is fundamentally social. It's about people interacting in new ways and feeling closer in new ways. Our device is also about being active and doing things. By contrast, every demo that they showed was a person sitting on a couch by themselves. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I mean, every yeah. demo was just some sad sack sitting in a blank apartment alone. It's literally a face blinder that separates you and your loved ones. Like you, oh, you can't see your kids when that's on until you press a button. Thank fucking every, God! I don't it's understand why here. they put put those little elements in there. It was like meant to be uplifting, where he presses the button on his fucking goggles just to look at his children. It's like fucking depressing. Let's not forget the best part. So, if your children or your wife do want to talk to you while you're watching. Pornhub on your goggles while pretending to be playing <laughs> NBA 2K. The goggles have something called eyesight, I think they call that feature, which basically at the front of the goggles, it has another screen that projects your eyes. Oh, so okay. people that are, that are talking to you can see your eyes, but it looks so fucking goofy because it's not actually your eyes. It's just like a screen of your eyes. Is um, this a product that's going to be forced into regular use because of the Apple fanboyism and because of all the fucking culture around it. Do you think this is really a a shitty, stupid product that's going to just worm its way into actual regular use in daily life? It's it's far too expensive. Uh, Yeah, it's too expensive. 
there'll be a niche like you you know user base or whatever that talk about it a lot but you just can't get in on the ground mm-hmm. level at that price you you really can't i don't see why anyone would buy this when instead they can buy a $1000 vr headset and a $2000 high end laptop and just have both of those doing nearly everything this thing could yeah i don't know no, I, 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 guess, I agree it's it also the apple ecosystem i guess i mean to yeah. be fair, in Apple's defense, all of their devices do interact very easily. It's very seamless. That's, I guess, convenience. Yeah. If you're already bought into the Apple ecosystem, like if you have an iPhone, in the demo, the guy, he was wearing the dumb goggles and he walks up to his MacBook and he flips it open <laughs> and then he just swipes up and his MacBook screen is just on his goggles now. Like, okay, that's convenience, you know? You don't have to fuss around with streaming setups or HDMI cables plugged in. And all this that thing's sort of fully stuff. wireless, right? No, uh, no, it has to be plugged into that battery pack, pack, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, but that yeah. battery pack I, just I slips into your chain. Like you don't have right? to plug it into your computer or anything. Oh, no, you're not you're I'm not, not tethered anywhere directly, are you? Okay, you, like you can carry the battery pack in your. Because all all I can think about is I'm pretty sure on the Quest Two you can wirelessly remote desktop to your computer. Yeah, and it's you the can. same thing. And the Quest Two yeah. only costs like five hundred dollars. The other suspicious thing is that apparently during all of these press events where they're uh, unveil- unveiling this thing and letting you know tech journalists try it out, they are forbidding everyone from filming, which is odd. That's pretty typical. No, that's pretty typical. Um, when they have like secret tech reveals, they really, really restrict what you're allowed to show because they. the point is they change things before the final launch, little specifics and design specs and uh, the way it like looks and etc. So they don't want people to hype one thing up and then when it comes out, it's just totally different. I guess that's fair. But then why am I seeing like tech journalists themselves be weirded out by this? That's a good question. I don't know. I saw maybe it's maybe I'm maybe I'm like misremembering. Just it, it seemed like a bunch of them were kind of weirded out by the fact that they're not even allowed to talk about some of the features that they are being shown. Like, what is the point mm-hmm. of us being sh- even shown then? Um, I don't know. Good luck, I guess, with ignoring your family by putting this on. I don't want to head towards a future where we all have to strap fucking face masks on. It's not comfortable. I just don't like. I don't like VR headsets or AR Me headsets neither. or it's, like that. I mean, just, I would like it at just my my concern is A, yes, it's a super expensive. Two, I don't want to feel like I'm missing out also because some of it does look cool, <laughs> like the cinema mode. Okay, does it really yeah. feel like sitting in a huge IMAX theater? That would definitely be cool. I would want to watch John Wick on this for sure. But at the same time, I, I don't want to own this and be like actively using it every day. Well, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Um, yes, yeah, the, the price point is fucking high. It's astronomical. It's 3500 But think of the savings. You don't have to have anything in your house. You can just project everything everywhere. <laughs> oh. You can just sit on the floor with the yeah, giant screen. You, you pay for that. If you project your couch and do a really good squat, it's just perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's there. So you <laughs> save, squat you save so that's much. The point, that's the point I was going to go to, Jackson. I don't think this technology will be mainstream and beloved until it's projections. You can put a mask on my face or put me in a headset or whatever, but that's fucking like me having to do something. If you want AR to work, I need to be in my living room and look at my countertop and like, let's say the blueprints I'm working on are projected onto the countertop. Or if I want to look at the photos, they have to be floating in the air in the middle of my room. I don't have to like put on a contraption. You know what I'm saying? Projections, I think, would be the next evolution of this kind of convenience stuff like Tony Stark 
Yeah, yeah exactly. You still have to like. He he still uses stuff for those projections. Like he still yeah, he uses like a workstation. I think the next yeah. step would be to just size these things down until like a hundred years from now they can't actually be as small as the Google glasses or just regular glasses nah. that people can wear or like contact think, lenses or something. This thing looks like a giant scuba mask. I think people will always prefer like a workstation that'll do the projections. I think it's just less hassle. You don't need to yep. like put anything on. You just walk over to your workstation. I know prefer. I mean the intermittent step between like uh. actual holograms and real life is... I assume that's a more difficult technology than just making this thing that already exists smaller. How is a workstation more convenient, though? You can't, like, move it around, right? Well, you can move the stuff around on it, though, like in the yeah. holograms. That, that's what people, would make it convenient. People will always at all times follow the path of least resistance as a whole. Well, yeah. Mo the majority of people don't want to put in the work for things. So if you can just say, hey, your photos are right there. Turn this thing on and it will project your photos and you swipe in front of it and do whatever. <laughs> use this use this remote control. People will go, they'll go nuts for that. But if you say, hey, turn this headset on, plug in this battery pack, log into this, open the app, like no one's going to want to do that, you know? Oh, yeah. But I mean, again, that's where Apple does shine. They make it so fucking easy. Do you already have an iPhone? Okay, just literally just hold it close to this headset and it'll log you in and sync all of your shit. It's ready to go. Right, I'm sure they're gonna True. do that. It's gonna be very, very easy for Apple users to just literally take it out of the box and put however many fucking pounds it is on their but heads, and they're good and to that's go. Fucking, and that's fucking Apple users too. Do you remember? Was this last year when they unveiled a one thousand dollar monitor stand? That was like four years ago, brother. Inflation <laughs> hit them hard I'm too. You're talking about <laughs> yeah. Also, the wheels that used to cost so four wheels for the Apple Mac case. That used to cost 400 bucks are now 600 apparently or like 700 bucks so they jacked Fuck up the yeah. price too <laughs> let's go gotta love apple well yeah they're good at extracting money from also idiots. the other funny part is that the uh headset apparently has like some sort of a like 3d recording mode where you can take photos of people but in some sort of a 3d way where there's depth to it but i just like imagining like the dad of the family putting on his fucking dork goggles and telling people to pose and then he's just wandering around them like a borg <laughs> <laughs> instead of just being there in the moment i don't know maybe it could be fun it's it is expensive but then again at the same time like so is a 77 inch oled tv right yeah, so if you're gonna be buying gonna something say. for movies why not this I can I can vouch you, for that. You can put that I, screen anywhere. I can vouch for that. By the way, I recently bought a gigantic OLED TV to watch movies, and it's it's fucking well worth it. It so looks fucking. I've been incredible. on the OLED train since 2016. I don't know why people don't jump on this sooner. It is so good. It's more expensive. OLED. It, it is right. more expensive. It's not something people are avoiding. It's just yeah, really expensive. <laughs> well, no people. Why people doesn't everyone just have as much money as Jackson? Yeah. Why doesn't everyone hey. just buy everything they want? Come on. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, but I also... Um, I really the other, the other funny thing, mm. culturally on that, Kaya, though, is if we're currently seeing all the problems and wanting to move away from having screens in our faces 24-7, this is the, like, closest you can oh, get I a know. screen it's to your like, face okay. permanently. Yeah, but that's, like, not an issue for... Like, that's a problem. That's a you thing. That's a you and me thing. Like, the overwhelming majority of people out there that genuinely don't give yeah, a shit. They're like, thing. not enough screen in my face. Gimme. Two screens for two of my eyeballs? Awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's a social problem. Yeah. It's a social problem. And I'm curious to see if this technology does issue a new wave of fucking Google Glass 2.0 
how we're going to have to combat the issue of you can't have your screen in front of your face all the time. Just, you have to is. take it off. You got you to gotta live in, in the world. Oh, my audio cut out, sorry. Like yeah, two kinds of people in the world, like the kinds where... I'm the kind of guy where I will leave my phone someplace in the apartment and I will just not find it or forget I didn't even look at it all day. And then there's the other kind of person who never lets go of their phone and they always have to carry a charger around with them. You know, mm. and they get actually upset when it's like 10%. This might be for them, I don't know. Are any of us like that? Of us? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think so. Oh, I could I could throw Charlie under the bus a little bit. This was a long Ooh. time ago. Oh, because yeah, of RuneScape? It must have been No, because of Snapchat. Snapchat. Do you remember, Charlie, we went to a music festival, and you were obsessed with Snapchat to the point where you waited in line like 20 minutes to get a portable battery to recharge your phone because it was dying? <laughs> what Wait, the fuck? Ah, that's this so embarrassing. This was a long time ago. This was like six or seven years ago. Andrew, you and I never went to a music festival. We did the EDM festival that was in. Um, oh, 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 oh! You talking yeah. about the Raymond James thing? No, it was not in yeah. Tampa. It was in. Uh, it was uh, fuck. Where was it? Um, it was a giant EDM festival with three different stages. You were only there one day. It was a three day festival. Yeah, that was Raymond James. That was called Sunset. Was it Raymond James? Yeah, it was called Sunset. I didn't get a portable battery for Snapchat. I don't think. I, th I think I got it because my phone was like legitimately dead. So I couldn't, mm. I couldn't even communicate with the person we were going with, which was Slayton. Uh, was that okay? I could be conflating some things, but I do remember. I did use to use. Era. I did used to use Snapchat, but I think I know what you're talking yeah. about, and I'm almost a hundred percent sure I needed the battery so we could talk to the other people we went with through okay. Snapchat. No, this was this was a very very long time ago, so it could be a whole bunch of things. But all all I remember is back in the day, you were a big Snapchatty boy. Yeah, I, I did. I, back in college, I used to use Snapchat quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everyone does back then in that age. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then you start looking at your friends' snaps, and you realize it's just them like posting what their breakfast is or a show they're watching, and it's just the most boring shit ever. So you just stop. That's all social media, baby. That's what happened to me? I'm sure people still use it aggressively, like the younger generation. We don't anymore. But actually, I don't even know. Like, I, I was trying to add somebody to a... No, the other way. Like, my wife was trying to add me to her a group chat that she has with her little sister. And I asked, so what do you guys use? Like, Signal, Snapchats? Because I'm not downloading Snapchat. And she just said, no, we just message, like, text. It's like... The young gener Gen Z is texting using old school SMS. That's like something my mom would do. Do you guys not have anything? Is better? your wife Gen Z? No. Oh, you mean no? She's Gen Alpha. Caught up for Gen Z. I, I, I don't what? know. She's like, am 25. I Gen Z? Oh no, that's that's definitely not. No, Gen but Z. her little sister is a teenager, a little teenager, not even an adult yet, and they use SMS. That actually surprised me. Like, isn't this? That's weird. I guess Apple makes that easy, too. I thought the big thing for the youngest generation was Discord. I thought I thought that the younger people, no. their whole thing was they just sit in Discord well, servers. Well, all they day. do. Yeah, people they who do. are online, yeah. yeah. But not yeah. like regular high school kids. Not all of them know Discord, I don't think. I would actually say that I see more adults using Discord just in the tech sphere. Mm. Every tech project I follow has a Discord. Maybe that's that little bubble between us yeah. and the youngest generation. Because yeah. us, we have yeah, we have whatever the fuck we do. And then the youngest generation is what you're saying now. But I'm pretty sure Zoomers, their big thing is they just find Discord servers and just post memes and those all day. And that's like their social media. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's Zoomers listening right now who could tell me if I'm right or wrong, but I'm going to ignore them and just say I'm right. We we don't fucking know what like younger generations use because we never fucking like talk to them or anything. So who knows? True. That's true. Um, I uh, I'm Gen hmm. I'm Gen Z, right? Am I Z? Ninety seven. I don't know. What is the cutoff? It's arbitrary. I, I cannot keep up with these fucking generations anymore. I don't know if I'm a millennial. Am I? What am I? Am I Gen Z? No, you guys are definitely millennials. You, you yeah, guys you, Kaya, you and I, we're we're older. We're the older breed. We're definitely millennial for sure. Yeah, you, you, all, all three generation. of you are definitely. It's it's <laughs> we're me. The boomers. We're the best generation. <laughs> yeah. The greatest generation. We looped around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, at just, some point we have to reuse names. What the fuck do we do after Gen Alpha? Gen Beta. Oh, oh God, I'm gonna you feel don't want to so be Generation Beta. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah, all incels, too. No, is, that sucks. They're going to have Generation Beta. Oh, not if Gen getting Beta. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If you're born in about five years from now, I feel so bad for you. <laughs> why, why is the one between 1880 and 1900 called the Lost Generation? Where did they go? <laughs> they, I, I fuck. I actually think I know the answer, but I'm gonna get it wrong if I go in confidently. So I'm not gonna bother. I remember there was some kind of story about it, and I think it had to do with like war. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna look it up. Oh, because a lot of people died. Uh, yeah, maybe. Mm. But more people died in World War Two, like one and two, right? That would have been the it silent was, yep, generation. I, I was right. The generation reaching maturity after just after World War One. Mm-hmm. That's the lost generation. Oh yes, yes, that is. Yeah, okay. Oh uh, yeah, 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 right. I get you. Because they're not sending babies off to war; <laughs> they're sending the the people that have been alive for like eighteen years. Okay, so that's an untapped market. So in the first quarter of the twentieth century, they just got away with naming naming themselves the greatest generation. <laughs> like, yeah, we should do that. Yeah, I'm sure. looking at this graph somebody posted. They were born. They were born too young to go to war, so they are the greatest generation. They I made guess it. they're the smartest, yeah, gen- they, luckiest ones. And they became yeah, old enough generation. to complain about everything. Yeah, they should. Yeah, they should really be called the luckiest generation. Honestly, it's so dumb that they were called the greatest. What did they do that was so great? I feel like Generation X or the baby boomers should be called the fucking luckiest generation. Immediately after the war and the, the economy was booming, now look at us. Yeah, we're like the fucked in the butt generation now. <laughs> That's a cool name. Yeah, it is a cool name, actually. <laughs> I'd proudly be part of the fucked in the butt generation. You could put that on my tombstone. Pretty much everyone sub forty or in that ballpark would be fucked in the butt generation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. can't we go back to how things were, where you had the exact same house as your neighbor, you had a wife and two kids, and the only thing that you were afraid of was communism. Like, those those were good well, times. Well, we, we probably can, but we'll just need another world war for it. Do you want to do that? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. It's crazy how quickly okay. things changed. I remember when I first got an apartment. It was still pretty expensive, but that same apartment today is almost like 3x what it was when I lived there yeah. seven yep. years ago. Dude, the fucking real estate market in just the last five years is a fucking shit show. Oh my it's, god, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely absurd yeah, it's, how it's much real estate has blown show. up. COVID fucked everything hard, but things should have come down after it, but they, they yeah, realized it just they could COVID. get away with it. Well, it wasn't. There was a whole bunch of things that mm-hmm. contributed to it. I'm just using... Because shit did start to go downhill directly after COVID, like, noticeably so. It was a lot of things that wow. can contribute to it. 
But it was. It, it was on the down down slope before that as well. But it's just yeah. what I correlate with when when I noticed shit was getting really bad. You know what graph um, annoys me now is like when people share that um, the graph of how commu- uh, capitalism drives down prices for commodities. Like they'll always show the graph of how TV prices went down, which is like nice, I guess, fine. But like people cannot afford groceries right now. I think people care about eggs and milk more than kid. They care about fucking TVs today. No, I can get I can get an OLED uh, through that VR AR thing for much cheaper now. That's cool. Three thousand five hundred instead of like eight thousand for a seventy-seven inch OLED. That's yeah. Cool. If I just survive on bread for a couple months, I'll buy that Apple headset and I'll be Eat happy. Virtual food on in your headset. Yeah, I don't need food. Right. Need food. Stimulate my brain with electroshocks to make me feel full. <laughs> You just reminded me of a scam that I thought would like actually pop off if we put time into it. I wanted to open like a really cheap restaurant, but the only things on the menu were different light frequencies to try and cash in on like the, you know, like crystal healing (laughs) stuff and chakras. So you just get like different little rocks and different colored lights. You could do do the breatharian shit and sell different types of air. Oh, that's pretty good. You might actually get away with that in like Hollywood or... Oh it yeah, was, somewhere in California. Yeah, I think would it would work. pop it, in Cali. Mm-hmm. Call it like spirit cooking with lights or something, and all the oh, rich celebrities would drop by. That's so Your good. Kitchen, the kitchen doesn't have any ovens or anything. It's just a whole bunch of different colored light bulbs <laughs> that you point at plates. <laughs> that's an the, easy bake oven. Yeah, in I, their faces. I thought it was such a good idea. I, I thought of it like back in college, and I thought it was such a good idea. I wrote it down just in case everything went tits up and I needed to try <laughs> something. <laughs> well, it has. It's well, not not in your life, but <laughs> mostly it has got tits up. For most people, so maybe someone's gonna steal your idea. Now. Yeah, you're you're welcome to open up the the good frequency cafe or whatever. Please do, and then send in like Call how it good goes. Vibes, we'd be curious. Good vibes is no, solid. that's such a gen- that good no, wave. that's not that's so generic. It needs to have a bit of spunk to it. Wave cafe is pretty good, like wavelengths. I I yeah. guess you could make it edgier. Have you guys heard of this fucking brand of water that's called Liquid Death? And apparently, it's yeah. just a can oh of my water. God. Yes, so fucking. Dumb. Yeah, it is, and it. I drink it Try all the time. <laughs> why? They yeah, why? okay. So I don't drink the actual water. That's dumb. But they do make iced tea, like sweetened iced tea, and that's actually pretty good. Okay, I'm talking about the canned water, though. Yeah. So I tried the canned water just to try it, and it is water. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's uh, just that's canned, all there is to it. It's just canned water. So, yep. Does it have a markup, or does it cost about as much as just a regular bottle of water? Pretty sure it's marked up. So stupid. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a problem with buying bottled water or just that bottled water? Who? I mean, you you were all making fun of it, right? Well, it's just the concept. I mean, it's just, it's, 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 yeah, the con- like you look yeah. at it and you think, oh, is this like some sort of indie beer or whatever? And then you open it and it's literally just water. I've never yeah. bought it, but I've seen yeah. people on social media get confused by it. Buying, That's what buying I think is water expecting anything extravagant is stupid. I, I'll concede that bottled waters taste different. You know, different manufacturing can do that or whatever. I get that. But, you know, buying fucking Fiji or Liquid Death or Ve- what is it? Voss, Ve- Venice Voss, water. Yeah, yeah. Buying any of those yeah. and going, oh, this is pure water. This is the real I good water you shit. should be drinking. That's all horseshit. I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. One hundred. I I buy bottled water all the fucking time because like it's good to have while you're out. Obviously, 
you know, stay hydrated. But, um, like, the people that spend, like, three times the amount of, like, normal bottled water to buy, like, Voss or some shit, I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. It's just yeah. water at the end of the day. You just need to be hydrated. If you're buying it for the sake of you want it, like, oh, I just like how Fiji tastes better than other brands of bottled water, that's fine. But if you're buying it to just be like, I drink Fiji, then you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's probably people who flex about it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you think there's people out there that collect every single Voss uh, bottle that they've drunk from and, like, Oh God! Yeah, collect them, mm. present yeah, them. Yeah, the the liquid death water is dumb and wasteful. But the the iced tea, I can actually recommend that. I think their iced teas are good. I feel like every iced tea is the same. No, these are flavored. So they they have like it's kind of like how Arizona they're all different flavors, you know. Yeah, it's all iced tea. It's all sugar with like some synthetic fruit. Yes, if we're being redu reductive about it, yes, it is just all iced tea with sweeteners, but they do taste very different. I like being reductive and dismissive. You know me. You know how I operate. <laughs> Fuck, you got me. <laughs> I can't win that one. At least he's honest. <laughs> I guess all soda is iced tea too, because it's just water with sweeteners. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you guys want to make fun of Redditors real quick, or should we wrap? Well, what what did what do they do? Um, they're having a nine eleven again because apparently Reddit jacked up the prices of their API backend, so third party oh, yeah. apps can no longer, I guess, provide service without it being extremely expensive to them. So one of the bigger apps called Apollo announced that they have to shut down in a really really long whiny rant on Reddit, and all the redditors are super mad, canceling their subscriptions and deleting their Reddits and their accounts and it just I don't know I looked at it like who the fuck pays for third party apps so they can browse reddit better but they it's don't such pay. a bizarre they're concept free. to me yeah no free apps no apparently they do actually buy a, a, this Apollo app a subscription a yearly subscription which is why the guy who makes it now has announced that he is going to offer refunds to people because he has to shut the app down Oh, what if what, they pay a subscription? What fucking idiots! I yeah. paid like a dollar ninety nine for my Reddit app. Yeah, every all the good Reddit apps are completely free. Why would you pay a subscription for one? Why don't you just use the Reddit one? Because the Reddit app is awful. It's, it's, it's fucking awful. awful. It's fucking horrendous. The UI is from like nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. It's well, fucking sucks. The Reddit UI today sucks, which is why they still slyly allow yeah. you to use the old UI if you put old dots. Reddit.com, yep. but I, and I there's also there's also the um the phone. there's also the Reddit enhancement suite, which is a bunch of tools that make the desktop Reddit client a lot better, and that is potentially going away. I think they announced they should be fine, but that's also maybe on the chopping block. Andrew, anyway, you sound this like guy, a Reddit power user. What what are all these words? Reddit enhancement suite. So I've mentioned on the I've mentioned on the show a lot that when I look up questions online, I use Reddit because it cuts out all the article bullshit. So I do. Yeah through association use reddit a lot but i don't like browse it i don't like sit and go yeah. oh my favorite subreddits but i am on the website yeah. a lot mm, i don't know it's suspicious it's a gateway drug uh, i i've only buckled a, a <laughs> couple times where's uh, your platinum club membership uh, uh uh guys can we can we talk about the twisted metal trailer and give it up dudes i I have heard of the Reddit enhancement suit only from like the really people using it basically as a blockchain where I guess it highlights the usernames of people that are from subreddits 
that you have blocked or something <laughs> so you can block them more efficiently <laughs> so you don't ever have to see any opinions oh you don't God. like. Anyway, this uh, developer, by the way, he made this long-ass Reddit post. Super long. It's like a fucking thesis. And he alleges that he was on a call with some of the Reddit higher-ups because this is apparently a really, really huge app that they, uh, you know, are aware of. They were on talks on Zoom. And they... Oh, Jesus. I thought, and then Kaya gave up on talking. No, I thought my computer yeah, crashed for enough. a second there. Sorry. Uh, anyway, they told him, well, it's going to be expensive, so pay or fuck off. And he said, well, you guys could buy my app. You could buy me out for $10 million, and then all of this goes away. And Reddit said, are you threatening us, boy? And he said, no, I'm not threatening you. And it's this whole fucking childish goddamn drama to where I guess now this guy's taking his toys and going home. Do people not know what a, what a threat is? Like, honestly, uh, we, we, I think Charlie and I had this argument before. That was that was a threat. It might not have been like a threat of physical violence or anything, but the point was to threaten them into buying your thing, like saying, for $10 million, you can have my app. If not, then I'm going to create trouble for you. That is a threat. It's not like a threat of violence, but it's still a threat. Yeah. Um, he Okay, so apparently he said, if you want Apollo to go quit, uh, you know, buy me out for $10 million, what a deal. And then he said, oh, sorry, I meant quiet as in our API usage, teehee. I don't know. This guy must be rich anyway. Now, I mean, it's, this app has existed for a long time and apparently it has so many fucking users that pay for it. I don't know if this sways anything, but although, yeah, it might be generating a bunch of money, allegedly it would cost him $2 million a month to run the API. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. So That's pretty expensive, Jesus Christ. That's a little expensive. That is pretty fucking expensive. I don't know. How? How? Uh, I don't know. I skimmed through the post where he talked about it, but basically it's the licensing for how many, how much server uses he use, he gets, I guess. Yeah, how many API calls he can make. Everything is an API call. If, like, okay, yeah. so if you're using this app and you see someone's username and you on it, that's an API call to download that user's yeah. name and when their account was created and all well, that. Well, then crap. how do the free apps... So, How do so, the free apps exist then? So he says uh, that it costs about uh, 24 cents per 1,000 API call, and based on his app, the traffic would cost almost $2 million a month. Which, even if he charged people that subscription fee, would not pay for it, apparently. You know he says... Just give it away for free. Last month, the, uh, the app made 7 billion requests. That's a lot of fucking users. <laughs> Holy crap, yeah. I wonder how much of that is like bots just clicking on each other, <laughs> running up his bill. No, I assume this is like people who actually have to have the app downloaded onto their phones, not just like online yeah. bots. But yeah, I mean, as for your uh, question about the free ones, Jackson, it's from ads. They they just put ads in there, as far as oh, I know. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Alrighty, let's wrap. I gotta run. Okay, well, rip bozo Reddit. Sorry. Yeah, Reddit will literally never recover, and by that I mean in about a couple weeks after this happens, everyone will go back. Oh, they will yeah. forget in two days. You're being generous. They'll forget the immediately. Weeks. We've yeah. been here a thousand times before. Oh, I'm quitting Twitter because Elon bought it. He's making it worse. I'm quitting. I'm quitting. I'm quitting. They and will, oh boy, yeah. yeah, no one quit. Isn't that weird? We'll go to their r slash porn subreddits and be done with it. <laughs> yeah, go to r slash porn type. I'm quitting this subreddit. I'm sorry, guys. I can't do it anymore. <laughs>
I did. I did find a. I did find a funny Reddit uh, subreddit the other day, but I'll talk about it next week. That's fine. Before I forget, since you mentioned that, w- one of you put something in the topics channel for two sentence horror the other day. What was it? It was late at oh, night. Oh, I yeah. grabbed juice, but it turns out it was the spooky juice or something. Oh, was it me? <laughs> I, I found know. one of those. Yeah, it was your one. Andrew. Let me let me see if I can find yeah, it real quick. Just sign us off with that because that had me giggling. It was, real, real it was good. really really good. <laughs> yeah. um, Stall for time. Uh, shit. Uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash the official podcast for bonus episodes and bonus content over there. While Andrew finds this, there's a lot of bonus stuff for your viewing pleasure. So go check it out. Did, did you get it? Uh, I'm looking. This was a long time ago. Uh, go search for messages sent by I you. I found it. I found it. I found it. All right. We, we can sign off with this two-sentence horror I found, and it, it just had to go in the Topics channel. I was getting thirsty, so I had a sip of soda. It was too late when I realized it was scary soda. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty scary. It's a fucking banger. That's amazing. That's going to keep me up tonight. <laughs> that scary soda will sneak up on you. <laughs> what will I do now that I can't oh. use Apollo to browse this brilliance? <laughs> no. My Reddit's, they're being that taken ad, from me. Reddit strikes that again. Request, that request probably uh, like costed the app developer like 14 cents a click to read that. <laughs> that that two-sentence horror story has cost thousands of dollars. Yeah, in damage. <laughs> Two million dollars a month for this garbage. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Thanks for joining us. If there's any British fans listening, first of all, sorry for offending you probably but also let me know if there's actually anywhere good in england to go to uh, i would appreciate hearing some suggestions and i'll let you know how i injure myself there as a reward because i guarantee you i will all right all right bye everyone other than that bye bye